0: The following content is produced by two niggas who watch anime and still love black women. Start the show. We are out there We take showers
1: Occasionally Yeah
0: <laughs> We take showers We have social skills Sometimes And we still love The black women um, So no We are not eligible For Manosphere membership In 2022 <laughs> We'll have to reapply In 2023 Not ready yet Not yet No uh, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz, and I am D Randall. D Randall, if you nasty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is episode. Oh snap! What episode is one eighty eight? I feel like we're at one eighty. Nah, no, no, like it's one eighty nine. One eighty
0: nine. I was probably one eighty nine. I I. I... When you get up there and you, you don't look, what's gonna happen when we hit two fifty? Like we're just gonna stop counting. Like <laughs> we're just gonna have the title up. At some point, yeah. Yeah, it's 189. 189. Uh shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? What are y'all doing here? it's, it's too many people in here, and it's too hot. I it's too hot for all these bodies. I see the fire, the
1: fire marshal is well, fire marshal don't give a fuck. Uh, the fire marshal don't give a shit. Fire marshal is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all do what y'all want to do.
0: Fire marshal is vastly overserved. We brought him in the back. We saw it was gonna be a problem. Hey man, come back here. Let me talk to you. Get this man a shot. Talk to you, bruh. <laughs> I talk to you, bruh. Shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out to everyone on SoundCloud, Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, uh, anywhere quality podcasting is disseminated. Um, Shout out to all our niggas on Patreon. Uh, What is the deal? Um, And why?
1: (laughs) I'm messing with y'all. Y'all actually actually great. I would say y'all pretty cool. Y'all are actually great. Y'all, y'all are cooler than everybody else.
0: Um, sp- <laughs> special shout out to Xavier Hunter, um, long time, uh, definitely a long time. Yeah, uh, he is counting down to the end of his time at his current fuck shit job. Ooh. He's uh, hit him with the air horns.
2: Let's it's
0: go! All, it's almost over, bro. Counting down, man. Uh, let's go. If you weren't so if you weren't so damn hot, we'd do a shot in your honor. Um mm. uh, so uh let's shout out to uh let's see, is, it, is there anyone else I want to that, I swear, it feels like there was someone else I wanted to shout out. Um but we have a whole episode to do that in. Um flowers. We're giving out flowers while we're here.
1: Giving out flowers while we're here.
0: Or while they're here rather. Oh um Flowers go to Jennifer Lewis no, 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 we're not doing well, we'll do the flowers, but okay. How was your weekly, Randall?
1: Oh, thanks, thanks for asking. Um, my week was uncharacteristically busy.
0: No shit. I
1: will have you know, sir, that for three consecutive days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was in them streets.
0: Yes, you were
1: in them streets.
0: Yes, yeah, you were. Uh, we had to actually... This is a rescheduled recording.
1: Yeah. On uh, on Friday, I I went to an escape room for the first time. Ooh. You ever done those?
0: I've never done them. Uh, I've been wanting to.
1: It was... I knew it would be fun. It was actually a lot more fun than I expected. Hmm. I can imagine... I can imagine doing it drunk and... Well, never escape in the room first of all <laughs> but it was it was actually really a cool experience man it, it's yeah. uh yeah you know i I went with some people who were fun uh who were also assholes like myself and we got out with just four minutes to spare, so it, it was pretty cool. We came okay. nowhere close to beating the record
0: oh okay, yeah I'm um,
1: I'm trying to think what happened Saturday Saturday, I did something, and I can't remember but anyway, Sunday mm. I uh, I took my niece to Comic Palooza here in Houston. Hey, you know, she's a, she's a geek. All right. So I am. Supported. Was it her first. This was her first comic convention. Hey. You know, she went and cosplay and everything. Let's was, go. She went as a character from a video game called Genshin Impact.
0: Oh, Genshin Impact. I know Genshin Impact. Okay, I did not.
1: Cost tons
0: of money. I'm. Microtransactions sure. out the ass.
1: I'm sure that my sister is happy to know that. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it was great. I mean I I went because, you know, obviously it was it was uh it was good for her. Um she really enjoyed it, so I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, in a couple weeks I'm gonna be taking her to the anime, whatever, whatever convention that's here also.
0: Is that DreamCon?
1: No, it's it's called anime Oh, anime Matsuri? Sure.
0: That sounds about it. Conji's probably when is that? Two weeks, two weeks. Okay, Conji's probably going to that. Yeah, shout out to Con. Kan- oh, I, I, oh well, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't see Conji. She was at DreamCon. Okay, she was at DreamCon pulling all the, pulling all the chicks. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, she's she's a shooter. We have to man. We we have to we have to get her on the podcast. I've been trying to schedule her for a, a couple weeks now. Her name rings bells in these streets. She's. From what a, I understand it, it, that it does. She's a shooter, fam. Like like. It, there was a like when she goes to these conventions, they be mm-hmm. they be lined up to meet her. Oh? I like she doesn't have a booth, but they be like, like people that know her on the internet or know of her on the internet be like, man, I got to meet her and shoot my shot. Oh, damn. Women, not niggas. Calm down, niggas. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a chick, she just I just saw a tweet where she was like, fam, uh this is a, this is a dear listener probably a day one I think first time look mm-hmm. a long time or whatever um, fam she was like she was on she was like man there was a chick who was like look I I told I told my girl I'm going to go up there and shoot my shot and yeah. somebody else's woman <laughs> brazenly publicly admitted to this and did what she came to do. Oh, well, Damn, this isn't the secret that I was told. This was a, this is this is public domain on Twitter. <laughs> I just th- I just thought it was the most amazing shit. I because if that was me, mm-hmm. if that was a man, if that was me, I I'd, I'd be in a fight. Someone would just show up, and this is out of experience. Would just show up, and I'd be in a fight, and I'd have to put somebody in the fucking dumpster. <sighs> Shout out, man! I I salute this woman. I do. I truly, a, a a queen of a queen among queens. I wish I had that much clout at a, I I wouldn't have passed on Comic Palooza this year. You know, I'm just not ready for big crowds yet.
1: When we're talking about pulling at a comic convention, that's that's when you know you've you've entered a new level of intersectionality. <laughs> It's it's uh yeah we're we're in some different times y'all.
0: I don't because you know we're from the we're from the generation where you grow up and you didn't like you almost didn't want the real world to know you were at this thing. Yeah, it was like really nigga you you gonna be with them you gonna be with the Lanes, bro. Now the now the now the cool kids are trying to get in. No, the cool kids are in. I and which you know you can take that however you want. The cool kids have gotten in now. Man. They they want in, they've gotten in and they're trying to co-opt it for themselves. Now it's now it, now it's cool to know every line from the Marvel movie. <laughs> 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 I knew every line to the bad Marvel movies. See these see they don't know. They don't know the real deal is that we we're old enough to remember the old bad Marvel movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Hulks. Oh God, the Hulk <laughs> movies. The Fantastic Fours. Oh, don't don't do that. Don't do that. No. The old no, the real bad ones. Like the like like all 18 of them Captain America movies.
1: Ooh. They had like a foam. And he shield. had like that little
0: see-through foam shield and shit. <laughs> they just took somebody's clear umbrella and chopped that bitch in half. Fam, as a matter of fact, the Captain America movie in the late 80s with that dude Max Salinger, Mm -hmm. that was J.D. Salinger's son. That is interesting. How the mighty mighty have
2: fallen.
0: See, that's what happens when you don't write sci-fi for your kids to bum off of when they get to be grown and ruin and and ruin your franchise, making tons of money off of it, like a uh, old boy from Dune. Frank Herbert, Brian uh, Herbert yeah. writes all those, and he is just running into the ground. Now they, you know, now they probably got uh, you know Dune kids or whatever, Dune babies or whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever the Muppet baby's equivalent of Dune is. Damn. <laughs> um. Yeah, we. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we'll go ahead and get flowers. Flowers go to Jennifer Lewis. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis has finally gotten her star on the Walk of Fame. What? Hit her with the air horns, please. Um, long overdue.
1: The mother of black acting. I was going to
0: say the mother of just black Hollywood. <laughs> oh, man, who hasn't been to Jennifer Lewis's house for a, for a recording session? You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody respects this woman and should. She's been somebody's mama in all of these movies. Very true. Very true. Yes, like like after Irma P Hall got too got too old to hold up the the mantle, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis just slid right in. Dang. I remember she was I because I remember when she was the mama on the brothers.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, wow! Yeah, you went back for that one. She was okay. the mom
0: on the brothers. I. It's hard going back. Because I remember seeing that in the theater. It's hard going back and seeing how bad that movie was. I was just going on a date because she, she wanted to see that shit. That that shit was bad. Like, I remember how much I... Remember, remember when Bill Bellamy just had black Hollywood in a chokehold? Well,
1: really, I had black. to think about it. No.
0: Well, no, he, he,
1: he had a couple. Yeah, he had a, he had a little run.
0: He had yeah, he had this he had a little run where like everybody forgets Mariah was trying to fuck, and all the other MTV staff made fun of him because every time they did an interview, Mariah was just basically in his lap. And we're talking about Mariah Carey, right? Correct. Wow, she just goes from one corny nigga to the next, doesn't she? Whenever she goes black, she goes corny. I mean. Because she don't go for the corny Latin dudes. She was fucking Luis Miguel that one time. I mean, if you go going to
1: date a corny dude, might as well be a nigga.
0: <laughs> and, 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 We're the most and, and,
1: palpable, pal- palatable <laughs> corny dudes. I
0: mean, corny nigga like Mariah was like. Like Bill Bellamy was like the greasy. I, there was a time before Terrence Howard where Bill Bellamy was the greasiest nigga in Black Hollywood. That nigga just looked constantly greasy, and, and his lips just constantly licked. Like I don't trust nobody that just. No man, him. You know, calm down, bro. What'd you lick your lips all the time for.
1: Yeah, Bill Bellamy was kind of juicy mouthed.
0: <laughs> he was. I'm telling you. Boy, that
1: snicker juice.
0: <laughs> And then didn't have any real, like, didn't have any real product to show for it. Like, name name two famous Bill Bellamy jokes. That would assume that I knew even one. See, there you go. And then you know we had How to Be a Player, which had people in a chokehold for some reason. A little outside of
1: your generation, I know. No, I mean I remember it but I just don't know like the the UPN era of comedy was just uh, it was <laughs> I was I was rapping at the time so I didn't
0: And Jennifer Lewis has survived all these eras.
1: That's who we were talking about. Yes. That's correct. Yes.
0: Jennifer Lewis has survived all these eras and has come out the other side kind of like queen mother. Yep. Um and and still consistently in her bag, man. Um got a couple of books out. Um I'm sure we're going to see her in something black in the next six months. Don't be surprised if we see her in Wakanda forever, just for no reason at all. I'm telling you, just don't mark my words. You heard it here. Yep. Um, Shout out to her. At her age, she can still do a standing split. Right. I was like, wow, that's she's staying in shape. Good for her. Right. Yeah, man. Salute that lady, man. Side note: we kind of forever. It, it, this this movie is cursed. We'll see. This movie, this movie is cursed.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting it out we'll, there. We'll see. I don't I don't have any.
0: Now, Daniel. Well, well, Daniel Kaluuya wasn't going for Black Panther two. He wasn't. Yeah, I, I, that's my theory. He never was. He's he already got too big for it. like. He's literally he's too big for one of the biggest Marvel movies ever. True. Like. That's that's his bag. Now I was watching Judas and the Black Messiah today, actually, and it occurred to me that Daniel Kaluuya is that big now. He's like he's a name. Hey, he is somebody. He can go. I'm too big to do that shit. Um, and he's too big to just. He was just going. He was going to have like a five minute appearance where he's like rotting away in a Wakandan prison, signing those signing. Okoye's divorce papers or some shit <laughs> um, Humans ain't shit Boy y'all, y'all swung for the fences this time Because y'all ain't worth a damn Have you seen this put your shoes on challenge shit?
1: Uh, unfortunately I'm aware of what that is
0: For those of you that are not aware uh, First of all God bless you uh, Second of all Just put your shoes on shit Fam they doing some shit now where parents will just film themselves going up to their kids and going, "Hey, uh, I need you to put your shoes on. Uh, I gotta go fight. I got I gotta go fight this nigga next door. And if if his kids try to jump me, I need you to jump in and fight them. So put your shoes on. Let's go. Let's go. Get, let's go get it done.
1: Let's go get it done.
0: <laughs> and this had kind of varying responses. Uh sad to say. Mm. Um now some of them I will admit some of the responses I will admit were funny. Um some of the kids were like, well let's go. Let's go. Fuck it. Let's go. Who who trying to jump on my brother? Who trying to jump on my mom? Who trying to jump on my daddy? Fuck that. Put these shoes on, let's go get it. And some of the kids were like, Well I'm not supposed to fight. I've never been in a fight. No, I'm not doing that. I don't know them people. <laughs> I love. I, I, one of them did say that was, they were like, "I don't know them people," and some of the kids would just start crying. The funniest one to me was the one that went, "Look, I got your back. I'll go with you, but and if we have to fight, okay. But just so you know." I don't win fights. That was the realest shit I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. Mom, I don't win. He literally said, I don't win these. (laughs) It's a disappointed daddy behind that phone. (laughs) It is. I wish I would have told my dad. I I don't win fights. You know, I because we're just on the edge of that generation where you didn't get to lose a fight you went back outside and got in the fight again i'm I'm in that generation
1: (laughs) i'm very much part of that generation fortunately for me in the in the very few fights that i had i was crazy so I, i i i did not i i fortunately never lost a fight um I do look back on my behavior with some regret, especially the time that I, uh, there was a guy that stayed down the street from me at the end of the street in the greenhouse. His name was Robert. We were playing basketball on the opposite end of the street. Went for a layup. He undercut me. I landed on my, like, I almost landed on my neck. Oh, shit. Um, and he laughed about it. Oh, don't get slid. And I, and I rushed him. He took off running, chased him down the street, down the street, down the street, down the street. Down the street. And right in front of my parents' house, I tackled him in the street and began pounding his head into the concrete. Woo! And none of our friends could pull me off. And they had to run in the house. They had to run to my parents' house, get my mother. My mother had to come out and make me stop beating this dude's head into the ground. Now, he survived with little to no brain damage. (laughs) Most importantly... He never fucked with me again. <laughs>
2: oh shit.
1: <laughs> but I'm I was definitely I'm definitely from an era where my old man especially was like, if 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 you get into a fight, just make sure you won. Right. If not and that was that was just that was really the code of my entire neighborhood. And it's funny, like it's one reason why my friends and I never fought each other.
0: Because if Cause you, it's you lose, too much on the line. Because if you lose a fight to your friend, that's too much on the line. Yeah, go back and fight your you friend. Gotta go back and fight them, and then they got to come back and fight you. Yeah, it,
1: it, yeah, it's that's a vicious cycle. So we just took all our anger out on Kennedy Heights, <laughs> <laughs> right across the way. But yeah, as stupid as that shit sounds, like that's the kind of bravado we had as as young men growing up. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate that you know as long as a black man has been in America, the black man has always had natural predators. Correct. And it's, it's it's fucked up that we kind of pass on this type of mentality to our kids. I mean, obviously, you know, defend yourself, you know, be good enough with the hands. If somebody fucks with you, you know, you, you beat them off or whatever, but pause. But <laughs> the 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 expectation of you have to go fight Because I have to go fight, especially from father to son, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what? If I'm fighting somebody's dad and the kid jumps in, I'm just going to punt that little motherfucker, and then we just keep rolling.
0: Correct. Exactly. Like, just punt that little nigga. My dad did, because my dad didn't give a fuck. Like, my dad didn't give a fuck of who, how old you were. He didn't give a fuck. Fam, I wish one of these little kids would have ran up on my dad when he was in the middle of a fight. He he had no qualms about flipping you upside down and put and dropping you on your fucking head and getting right back to whooping your daddy's ass. Yeah, everybody like everybody thinks I just I I just make this like legend like like this like tall tale out of my father. This is a real. This is based on real life. My father didn't give a fuck. My father's my father used to work at looks used to work for the city in like parks and recreation. So oh, he would shit. go.
1: He had hands.
0: <laughs> if you work outdoors for the city Yeah And he They would send him to different parks um, To head up Various like after school programs um, You know uh, Various programs in conjunction With the school districts or whatever mm-hmm. um, Usually geared towards Physical education Because uh, that was what my dad's Kind of major was in Mm-hmm and so uh, he was, at the time, he was working like Fifth Ward. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And one of these little knucklehead niggas tried him. Couldn't have been older than like 15.
2: Mm,
0: mm, mm. You can you tell the type. 15 and was on the football team and couldn't be told shit because he was in the gym every day. So he was just the leanest 15 year old at school. And he tried, and and, you know, my dad was one of these old school, was one of these old school football coach niggas. And he said all the time: a little nigga not gonna, he not gonna not do what the fuck I tell him. This applied in the house. This applied out in the world. This applied with strangers' children. (laughs) And a nigga tried him. And said, you ain't going to do shit, old man. Oh. And pushed him and did that push like dead in his chest. Oh. Like you trying to have real static now. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad, because it was the 90s, and that was just what you did in Fifth Ward, had a gun. He thought the safety was on. Oh dear. He slapped the shit out of this nigga. Slapped the dog shit out of a nigga. And it just so happened the gun went off. He did not shoot the kid. The gun did go off. The boy was not harmed. The boy was not mortally or permanently injured in any way. But it was something that management and HR had to have a conversation with him about having said that (laughs) there was no instance where my father and I and and during the summer I would go to these parks with him Mm -hmm. because my mom was at work work and she could not just have me in the office all day and when I say no one fucked with my father after Ever? At any park? Because as big as Houston is, that's how word got around? Mm. No one fucked with him. No one fucked with Hollywood Cole. And there was never a moment where I even thought that my dad was going to need backup. I was always down. I was always watching his back. But there was never going to be an instance where my dad was going to go, hey, son, handle my lightweight. Now, when he got older and couldn't, move, and couldn't move around, of course, he was very proud that I had become a, a, a fully-fledged, card-carrying big nigga <laughs> because he had no problem telling, telling you, you know what, let me act right because now the, the roles have reversed and my son is fucking crazy. My son is fucking crazy. He's the biggest nigga in the family. He will throw you in that dumpster. And I didn't do anything to deny it because he wasn't wrong. I will slap the shit out of you. I will slap the shit out of you fucking with, fucking with my father. And I know he can handle himself. And he was like, oh, no, I have to keep him. No, 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 because uh, he's a grown man, but I still, it's still my job to keep him out of prison. So I have to act right. So there was never a time and I'm never going to call my father for backup. Dad go back in the house. It's not my blood, go back in the house. So I I think this is and and I think that even playing like that with these kids is nasty. Yeah. It's a to me, and it's gonna sound dramatic. It's a form of abuse. It is because I feel like now in twenty twenty two, when black, when with social media, when young black kids have to see their friends getting fucked up, either in person, they have to hear about their friend not coming, to, not not coming to school no more. They have to hear about fucking active shooter drills. They have to see people grown people in the community that they know being accosted by the police, being accosted by other white people, whatever, I don't think that's something we need to play with. It's nasty. I think that's nasty. And, you yeah. know, we do a lot for, we. I know we do a lot for clicks now in the TikTok world. I just think we ought to have a code and that should be firmly in it as something we don't do. That's it, I think it's it's nasty. Um Rest in power, uh Oz senior. Uh song of the week. What do I want to do for a song of the week, actually? Uh I I I was supposed to have worked this out, but it's a Monday and we just kind of wanted to get to it. <laughs> Play some music for niggas that slap guns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's honestly got to be some of the hardest shit I've ever heard. Your <laughs> man never slapped slapped a gun
0: though? <laughs> I had never heard of I had never heard of pistol whipping anybody.
1: whipping a pistol.
0: <laughs> and that was that was my interaction. Yeah, my father did that. My father did niggas like that, and everyone knew. Like everyone at my school knew not to fuck with my father. The, the, the teachers, the principal Did not want to have to call my father For anything And they knew I was never Going to be a disciplinary problem <laughs> Do I have to call your father? No You really don't No sir No sir, you absolutely don't Young man, I'm, young man, I'm sorry I pushed you <laughs> I'd like to buy you a chocolate milk Damn <laughs> Fuck that shit Um Actually, you know what? I I did find a song that kind of passed me by. Sometimes a song will pass you by, and you look at the date, and it'd be like, "How the fuck did I not hear this?" Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna punish Randall with Dom Kennedy because I know he doesn't fuck with Dom Kennedy. Yeah. Was it Dom Kennedy or Dom Tolliver you don't like?
1: I, I, I don't dislike either one of them. I just oh, okay. Dom Kennedy has had a couple joints that I liked. I just haven't been exposed to them as much. That's I was gonna say maybe I'm system. not as
0: hype about him as other people might be. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna, gonna go with some Anderson Pock, actually. Okay. I'm t- i I'm, I'm I feel good about it. This I this passed me by, and I don't know how it passed me by, because this is a fucking joint. Uh this is called Jules. Uh go ahead and pour yourself something, get comfortable. We are gonna have a wonderful podcast today. Yeah. Get, help you get through your work week. Get through your frustrations. We'll be back with more opinions while black. Yeah. Let's go.
3: You know you kind of cute with the bald head Got a little booty in the ball maze You know how to move with them long legs Bring a little cool we can all rage on the Tesla ride smooth than the PCH I think that I like her with the makeup on I know that she used to all the skates, But I just want the ball show off, show off I ain't never put my jewels on Like? You know you kind of cute with the long braids. Got a little cool with your sandy shades on. I know that you're ready if you don't go. You know I'm awake if you don't take long. test the ride through down the valley. The- <laughs> Wait, I don't want to say it, but I have to say. We ain't have to do too much to show off. But a nigga had to prove a point. Hold up. I ain't never put my jewels on. I ain't never played my latest greatest song. I ain't never put my jewels on.
0: That was Jules by Anderson Paak. Nice little bop. Yeah, yeah. Nice little summer bop. Uh, Anderson don't miss. I I have to say he is. A, there are there are a few artists out here where I feel like they just don't they just don't ever miss when I hear them. Alex Isley is one, uh, and Anderson Paak is another. Um, Thundercat was on the list. I just heard a joint, and maybe sometimes soundtrack, depending on the soundtrack and the context, soundtracks don't count, but he has a song on the, what? What? what's the Despicable Me shit? Um. The Minions. Some of the new one? Yeah. The Minions, Rise of Gru? Yes. Yeah. It, he redid Fly Like an Eagle? Mm-hmm. Let's see he'll keep that, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let... <clears throat> Let's go back to the OG. Uh, oh, oh,
0: oh. Steve Miller. Let's let let Steve Miller keep that. Let see, I have to admit, I had to go back and listen to Seal's version. Seal's version is harder than I ever gave it credit for back then. Yeah. It is hard, I have to say. Um why would Well, were niggas maybe because I was i maybe because I was like in middle school at the time, but mm-hmm. like were niggas fucking with Seal? Heavily, okay, Heavily. just checking. Oh yeah, uh, no, no. Seal, let's be real. Seal, Seal, Seal was, was the fucking truth. He was good. He was, yeah. he was good, man. He was, yeah,
1: he was killing it out here. No one, no one understood how he was dating Heidi Klum.
0: <laughs> uh, I still don't. Um, maybe a familiar? I don't know. He had, a, he had a beautiful voice though. So. He did, he did. No,
1: he jammed. Um, uh, you never need to listen to "Kiss from a Rose" again. Ever, and I loved
0: loved that fucking song. First two thousand times I heard it. That sound and that soundtrack was underrated because you two had a slap off of that bitch. Like <sighs> said no one <laughs> ever. ever. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. That'll. I'll put that on the playlist. Y'all know what it is—the opinions while black featured music playlist—available um, on Spotify and Apple, updated every week, uh, theoretically. Um, as far as music goes, oh wait, we do have a, we do have an RIP. Um, Damn it, yeah, man, uh, big mouth. The big mouth writer, Jack Knight, mm, yeah, died at twenty eight.
1: Yeah, he was also on the bus down on uh, on Peacock.
0: That's the joint with Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, okay. and,
1: and you know the thing is, he his character on the show, you know, used to kind of you know make jokes about being, you know, constantly depressed. Sure. So I I wonder if that factored in. Yeah, if, even though that was like art imitating life or anything like uh, that. I, I, I oh It's it, it sucks to see anybody go that young. And he,
0: and he was on the show. Or he was a writer. He was on the show. And okay. a
1: writer. Okay. I, I think I think everybody on the show was like a combination writer slash. They're performer. like writer's room people. Yeah. Yeah, because it was uh besides him, it was uh Sam J. Ah, of course. Um the buggy eyed dude from SNL. I can never remember his name. Jay Farrell. No, no. Not Jay Farrell. No. Um one of the one of the newer guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh not definitely not. uh his name buggy eye dude, man.
2: If you, if you,
0: not the dude who does the voices, not Jay Farrell. Okay, no, it's
1: a hundred percent not Jay Farrell. Okay, um, and if you watch Southside, the light skinned dude named the, the light skinned dude who ran for uh Alderman against uh,
0: can't think of his name, cannot think of his Did he name go by
1: Langston what? on there or something. I can't remember.
0: i oh god, I know who you're talking about now. I can't. I can't exactly place his face, and I can't place his name. But I know of who you're talking about. I just don't watch SNL anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That. So um, I guess I have to. I'll go ahead and give the bus down a shot. It's a good. I mean, it's I a just good. I just finished Yellowstone, so I gotta give it, I gotta give black people a chance again. It's a, it's a good quick binge. Matt, something got in here. Matt, got to fight. Right. <laughs> a boxman, <this> bitch. <laughs> Chris, um,
1: Chris Red is his name.
0: Oh, okay. I know that name from Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I see him on stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah. Uh, and Sam J gonna find something to be in always, every time. Have you watched any of uh, season two of Pause with Sam J? Not yet. I have not. Damn, yet.
1: I'm behind on everything.
0: Sh- season like season one was good. Mm-hmm. Season two is definitely more intentional. Um, they were trying a couple of things like, you know, they, at the end which she'll give you the, the lesson learned or whatever. They were trying a couple like kind of skit kind of things mm-hmm. in a couple of episodes that, you know, that was clearly a trial and error thing to see if it works. Um, but for the most part there, it's way more, it, it seems way more intentional in the, the topics. Mm-hmm. Um, It's getting way more personal Mm -hmm. because Sam J definitely talks about her issues with alcohol abuse. Mm -hmm. She definitely talks like there's an episode where like her and her girlfriend are in therapy together. Right. Because she has been, I think she's been, they've been very, not very public, but they've been public about she has fucked around a little bit. Um, you know you you recognize more of these personalities Coleman Domingo there's an ongoing running joke with Coleman Domingo <laughs> where she's about to she's about to uh sell HBO a uh, a bullshit show with Coleman Domingo called Eating Ass with Coleman Domingo okay <laughs> okay um, there's a lot going on that's like oh, okay you're even going to see people in the in the in the little the groups at the little house party mm-hmm. that you recognize. Yeah, St- Stilo has found his way. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna
1: make that face.
0: Wow, you'll see Stilo. You'll see my nigga Langston. What's his name? Um, Jared from Insecure. Mm-hmm. He's an in he's in an EP on there now. There's a great. I think it's the one of the last episodes of the season. Got gotcha. you. There's a great thing that they do on the on the subway and you can just tell they're just taking full advantage of being in New York and having access to just wild shit. Um so yeah, really good season 2. I cannot stress that enough. Wonderful season 2. Uh I think it's gotten picked up again, okay? I definitely hope it's gotten picked up again. HBO knows what they're doing cycling out the black shows. <laughs> Because Paul started a week or two, and you didn't get much press about it. Right. Paul started, the season two started a week or two right after Black Lady Sketch Show season wrapped up. And now we're about to get rap shit.
1: We're about to get rap shit. I think this week. This week, on the 21st, I think.
0: I think, yeah, yeah. I As a matter of fact, do y'all, well, I, I'm like y'all can answer, Patreon, <laughs> do you, <laughs> Patreon, do y'all want to do like a like like a little watch party? We'll figure out something. Sound off in the Discord. Sound off in the Discord, man. We'll we'll do maybe maybe we can do a watch party. Maybe we'll do maybe I'll do a live tweet for the. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, Probably in the next twenty four hours. Um, what else has gone on? Is there any is there any other content that I wanted to bring up?
1: I'll be at Comic-Con this coming weekend. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to be here next we're not going to be here next week. Yeah. Randall will be uh booked and, booked and busy in San Diego. Uh, I don't know hobnobbing much. and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh Pret- pretending
1: like I know people.
0: I'm just saying, you meet any Texas people, bring us back a guest, nigga. Like <laughs> 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 uh I'll bring one, you bring one. Oh. Um, I don't want everybody in here now. in not everybody. I'm not only I mean, once. But <laughs> um so yeah, uh, oh, Westworld. I'm not gonna do any spoilers, and if I do any spoilers, it'll be on Patreon. Please don't. But uh I'm gonna I'm gonna let you catch up. But I will say last night's episode is a well, this season has been a return to form, in my opinion, but this episode is definitely a return to season one form. Um okay. get the, you get the best of all of these actors. Okay. Okay. You really do get the best of all these actors. Aurora. Oh, God, what's her name? Parano. Yes. Harold Perrineau's daughter. Yes. look, I, A I, welcome
1: I, addition to this season.
0: Correct. I can already see.
1: Shout out to Tim the People's Critic. You know what time it is, Tim. <laughs> he, I, was, he was on Aurora Parano early.
0: I mean, it, it, he's already on Tessa. So... Her True. and Tessa Thompson on the same show. He's he's just he's a he's a pig and slot, man. King of the light skins. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, but I everybody everybody's doing some doing some good work on this show, fam. I know from season three, everybody was very iffy about the Aaron Paul character. Yeah. But um he's earning his keep. He is earning his keep, mm-hmm. especially in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody gets something, man. Even, even the 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 least of the Hemsworths. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> God, just to be the Luke Hemsworth of the family.
1: man, you know what I'm saying?
0: I mean the bag is the bag, so yeah. let me shut up. But yeah, it is a return to form. Um, I think that I think that Westworld is about to. I suspect they are about to go ahead and stick the landing. Just from the, just from we'll the see. way they did, just from what we learned of this episode, I think they're about to try to stick the landing. All right, say no more. Um, the other thing that I got from this episode, not this episode in particular, but from just the responses, is that I think. One of the things that people complained about with Westworld was that, like in season one, everybody, like Twitter would be on fire, and everybody would have their their opinions about like theories about where it was headed. Uh-huh. And one thing I've noticed is that content is getting away from because it, it every show they feel like I guess has to have this lost kind of kind of feel to it where it's like. Oh, everybody's buzzing about everybody's buzzing about their theories. This is so and so serious about what's going to happen. That doesn't make for a good show because it, Lost didn't stick the landing. Lost messed it up
1: for everybody because, as good as they they did, very good storytelling, did not stick the landing. But they also fell victim to their own hype. They, they, Correct. They fell victim to trying to steer away from everybody's theories when all they had to do was just say nothing. Correct. Just say nothing. Just, just don't. Just don't say. Ah, don't say. Nah, we're not doing that. Or say, yeah, we're doing it. Just, just tell your story. And And that's
0: more powerful now with social media. Yeah, than it was then. So just, and and also,
1: if you're a viewer of these shows, like, just watch the show. Watch the fuck. If you spend more time talking about the show, and the theories around the show, and what should and could happen on the show, don't watch the show.
0: Because people were talking about like how Disney Plus is and Hulu, I guess, are are utilizing the weekly release the episode format, mm-hmm. and how that generates more people talking about the show, more right. people, more buzz than say Netflix, which I think is untrue because people are still talking about Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, I say yes or no. I, I think if it's a I just don't think buzz and talk and theories and that kind of shit should be the the testament of a good show.
1: Yeah. Cuz I mean another one that I could throw at you um and shout out to Jess for the recommendation uh The Bear on Hulu. I have heard that's good. Very good. Very good. Also and, The
0: Old Man is pretty hard. I need to man, I'm so bad. Just See, we're, Bridges.
1: we're getting we're getting into a space now where it's television is really coming back.
0: Yeah. And I, I I still gotta catch up. I gotta catch up on everything, man. I just started the boys. I'm I'm not far into season one, but I just started I started the boys. Oh, you're on season one? Yeah. I, I told you, I watched the first episode or two and was like, oh, this is more superheroes or terrible people. I don't really want to watch that shit right now. And I left it alone, but it, I I like what I'm seeing.
1: When you get to season three, all I'm going to say is Homelander is one of the great TV villains.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just, okay, I see it. I see it. it. It surpasses the book. Oh, boy. Now I got to watch it. Um, So, yeah. Um, yeah, as far as content goes, uh, music, Steve Lacey has a new album. Haven't
1: had a chance to listen.
0: Oh, man. It was the perfect. So I went on listen to it Friday night. Yeah, you know Friday night is I pour myself a drink, um, celebrate that I have gotten through uh, whatever the events of the week were, <laughs> and sit and sit sit outside. And, you know, just chill and put my music on. Steve Lacey is a whole vibe. Like uh, the first out and the first little EP album project was good Steve Lacey is about to be somebody who don't miss Mm -hmm. just sonically um, production wise the production quality is there this is one of those this is a I call it a let out album like where you you, you coming from the spot Mm -hmm. and you know you and your girl your girl don't want to go home yet the vibe is still there y'all riding around and it's 2.30 in the morning. Where y'all going? I, 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 well, that's not important. Well, it's kind of important. But, you, you know, sometimes you just do that, man. Sometimes you just be... I, and less so now because because shit is so crazy, but you just be riding around the city. I had a friend I did this with. Just riding around downtown. You know, just being just being in the vibe. And... This is that kind of this a it's a it's a chill vibe build with your build with the new chick album. It's just good and like there's a unique. I was like Steve Lacy, Sid, the Internet, a hand a small handful of artists like that, are in this lane where there's this unique kind of vulnerability Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and particularly with Sid this unique vulnerability that you don't get with most sit with most artists in that lane because it's a lot of cishet masculinity going on Mm -hmm. these days even the even like I was listening to the Brent Fiaz album that's new and people call it toxic or whatever it's just very much that current cishet masculinity that you're used to, that our generation is used to from hip-hop, because they're growing up on different shit, being incorporated into R&B, being incorporated into soul, or whatever you want to call it, the alternative soul, whatever you want to call it. Steve Lacey and the internet, they do get a little toxic sometimes. Mm -hmm. But Sid and all them... Are in a very unique bag of vulnerability that you don't get everywhere. Mm. I definitely said this about the set album, and I still mean it there. In I, I think that's what makes I think that's one of the many things that makes them unique, and makes uh, uh, Steve Lacey's current project unique. Um, so the replay value is definitely there for me. Like okay. there was a time when the only person really in this lane was Frank Ocean. Gotcha. you know Frank Ocean was very was very vulnerable in his shit and very honest and now I feel like it's a genre unto itself and Steve Lacey when you talk about who's at the top of that genre you have to talk about Steve Lacey and you have to talk about that whole gang Sid and the internet so um, yeah good job on the Steve Lacey album Brent Fires album was good as well on a toxic level, yeah, I'm not. Rinfiants is all right. I really, he's cool, and I. Some of the mystique is kind of taken away when you realize that he is a nigga nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he is not the smooth nigga you might like. He's not Givion. He is a nigga nigga. Givion is at one. Meanwhile, Givion is at one of these festivals. Literally singing to singing his singing his his trade his uh flagship song, drinking a glass of wine. Yeah, that happened. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what else we got here? Oh God, turkey leg huts again.
1: <laughs> I passed by it last couple times. I passed by that line hasn't been very long. I guess that. At hundred dollar minimum. And <laughs> jumping off like they thought. It was. hitting
0: the way they thought it was hitting. Um, so, um, and, and this didn't really just hit, this really didn't just blaze the Twitters like the usual Turkey Leg Hut drama does, but locally people were kind of pissed. It was a chick on TikTok who was complaining she was coming from the Turkey Leg Hut talking about how she went to pick up a to-go order that she had paid for already. And they would not, they tried to not to refuse to give her her order or to serve her her order because she had a bonnet on. Mind you, very visibly, she's getting her hair done up the street. Mm-hmm. Like she's, I believe she like has the smock on and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes getting your hair done, black women is an all-day thing.
1: It can be done in shifts at times.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, I, me getting my hair twisted has become an ordeal, and I understand the plight now. Um, and so very clearly, you know, and it's Almeida. It's Almeida. So there's plenty of places where it's very obvious, right? She's obviously just run, trying to be in and out, get her hair. She's a block and, away, literally, correct. And they tried to refuse her service, and she complained about this on TikTok and, um, and Instagram. And it, it, it's already it's nasty. It's already nasty, and I want to feel. And you want to feel like it's an isolated incident, but then I was talking to a friend, and she was like. You know that bullshit, that kind of bullshit has been happening lately because I was at a I was going to meet my friends for a drink at some bar and they tried to charge me $25 because I had on flip-flops.
1: Charge these nuts. <laughs> right? <I> just, <laughs> you know I I I have to I have to speak what's in my soul. Like I I want to support black businesses.
0: And she knew the owner, so she told the owner that was some stupid shit.
1: And I and I do support them, especially businesses of friends. Correct. Who handle their business? Like I don't I don't. If if you don't do your shit right, even yeah. if you're the friend, i be like mm, you got to straighten that shit up. But man, we do some shit that we would we would run to Marvin Zindler about. If, if it if, happened if, to us. If it, was, if it was some white folks. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, imagine walking into Kirby Ice House and they charge you $25 for having sneakers on. You know? Uh, imagine, imagine going to fucking Killen's Barbecue and Man. they refuse to serve you because you're wearing a T-shirt. Like, how does that even make sense? If someone is patronizing your establishment and you're trying to
0: have a standard... On how they look. Like that, all of that feels wrong. All of it. It's nasty. And it, for a place that doesn't even have walls. <laughs> it's a campsite. You're eating in the parking lot. <laughs> under a clear tarp and a hookah. <laughs> and picnic tables. And picnic tables. Tables, not even matching sets, <laughs> and, and and cafeteria trays. Look at that for carnival food. Like, come on, y'all. And I got I got I, I can't walk
1: in to grab my food and go. That's nasty. And you got niggas standing. You got niggas eating on asphalt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like your, your your restaurant is an unfinished building. And even the people who can get in think your service is terrible. And the owner can't stop fucking the employees. Um, But neither here nor there...
1: His wife got something for that.
0: Man. I just... I try. I do. And I just... I don't understand... The exclusion, I don't understand. I really don't. And this whole thing, I hate people that say, "Well, we have to, st- we have to have some standards and some self-respect about ourselves." It's a hundred fucking degrees outside, and got I gotta have respect for shit? Respect these nuts? It's a hundred fucking degrees outside. You want me to be dressed like Mister Peanut just to come in and eat carnival food at a campsite?
1: It's Turkey legs <laughs> like no Michelin stars in this bitch.
0: I, I Man, am you got a dress code. I am not. I am. I am not going to be. I, I'm not going to perpetuate this standard bullshit for a place that is literally uh, the hypertension to go it is
1: less formal dining than Burger King. <laughs> and you got the audacity. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Fuck them.
0: (laughs) I I I just I don't understand. It's ridiculous. Um oh, what else is there? Oh, Funk Flex. Uh so Conway the machine has fallen it would not really fallen out with, but he had some choice words um about radio rotation and named kind of named funk flex. Machine, bitch. And was like, basically, he was kind of like, get these old niggas the fuck out of here. Um, Absolutely. Get these old niggas the fuck out of here. They ain't doing nothing but gatekeeping for bullshit. Um, and they're not even putting up-and-comings and young artists on. Mm. Um, and he was very, he, I mean, he, and I understand where he's coming from. He was very adamant about how, and he named Funk Flex because yes, Funk Flex is a known perpetrator of this shit, um, who is just very hype beastie, top forty based, and Funk Flex really felt like I just I don't want to play that shit, and which which is you know which is your right, but at the same time people have a right to criticize um, the fact that. Y- the hype beastiness of your top 40 of your top 40 rotation. And you're not like, nobody's breaking music anymore. And I got on, and I kind of got on Nicki Minaj for saying this some years ago, um, mostly because she wasn't really concerned about people breaking music so much as she was concerned about people breaking her music. Mm -hmm. Um, she's still concerned about people breaking her music. Have you heard that new song? She tried to she tried to leak it a little bit on her Insta, and I don't I don't think it did what she no, wanted I to do. Um, but she, they were like, but these niggas don't want to break new music anymore. They don't want to break lesser heard music. Now, grand, I have played I have played some known people on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I also play people that you've never heard of. I I remember I was playing Summer Walker before Summer Walker was Summer Walker. That is true. I you know I don't I don't flex that often, but I'm flexing it.
1: <laughs> flex your shit.
0: I'm just saying.
1: Flex your shit. Bro. Ari Lennox.
0: We were talking about Ari Lennox before Ari Lennox was a thing. Flex your shit. Bro. You know, it's a lot of these artists where it's like, oh you, oh yes, now I know where I heard that.
1: Radio hasn't actively broken artists since like
2: nineteen ninety eight. <laughs>
1: shit, so, you know if, if you're still play, if you're still paying a radio station to play your shit, you're a sucker. Well,
2: yes, and
1: I'll, one yes, that's, that's true. And to Conway's defense, like he and the rest of the Griselda clique um, have made quite a name for themselves over the last three years, just by the strength of constantly putting out content. With with uh, no radio play.
0: Ridiculous amounts of content. Ridiculous
1: amounts of content. In the pandemic era, no doubt. Like Correct. They've, they've done very well for themselves. They actually don't need Funk Flex.
0: And, 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 and that was a part of the discourse that happened on, on social media as well, is that, well, do you even need him anymore? Yes and no. Because, yes, there are, yes, people can wield social media and... And get on and 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 have and start their fan base through, say, SoundCloud or Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. But there always needs to be mainstream representation. And I think it's I, I think it, it's part of mainstream, especially for black media, I think it's part of mainstream's duty to make sure that they know that it that it's not that the the big the, the 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 big upper echelon is not just an insider thing for the people for just the people who are already on to circle jerk each other. Mm. It's not, and it shouldn't be. Um, I think that's important too. And Funk Flex now, <sighs> Funk Flex is old enough to know this and to know the game. And to be fair, Conway is old enough. To know the game as well, and to not be surprised by this, yes, um but he's not wrong, and I think he speaks for a lot of these young these young up and comings where there was a time when that word of mouth and radio that was how you got on, and you had a big homie, and part of and I think part of this like there's a discourse now. And I kind of, and I kind of told some of these people to shut the fuck up um, when it was happening. But I think there's this whole thing where the young people are looking back at the older, at the older acts and going, "Well, do they really slap?" Like, there's a like now. I don't agree with it, but there's a whole group of people that are like, "Well, Tupac don't really slap." Now, I don't now me personally I don't agree. Don't don't say that to anyone on the West Coast. And my father would 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 come out of his grave to slap the shit out of somebody for besmirching uh Tupac Shakur's name. But I don't think that's in a vacuum. I think I think that there's a generational disconnect where the, young, the youngsters are tired of the old heads either shitting on them or ignoring them completely. And there is some kind of lashing out for validation because you used to have a big homie that put you on. Mm-hmm. You used to have a big homie that mentored you. You used to have a big homie that wanted to give the youngsters advice. And I don't think I think there's less of that now, and there's more judgment, and not understanding that even though yes, it it is easier to get on. Yes, in some ways it is, and yes, they have social media and the internet and all these things now. They're also dealing with a lot. Um, and there's a lot. There's a weird these weird batshit crazy times, bro. And I don't think they feel heard, and there's it seems like there's no attempt to understand them, just to judge them. Y'all aren't doing what Anita Baker was doing. Anita Baker wasn't doing what Anita Baker was doing until uh, until a certain point. And even then, she had she had label help, and she had, and, and she had mentoring. It, it's like there was there were things that y'all just aren't doing for these kids anymore. It's just this rush to go. Oh, you young niggas don't. You young, You know, You young niggas are weird. I don't understand you. And fuck off.
1: Honestly, we we don't need radio, at all. So I I, I kind of feel like Conway wasted his time, and it was more. I think it's more on an attack. Now, first of all, it's justified because fuck, fuck, 100%, funk flex a hundred percent. But it's more of an attack on him because at one point he was relevant, and he prided himself in breaking people and all these things that he promised to New York artists, and just like every old dude who stays in radio for too long at you know at a point in his career he just starts riding dick and <laughs> maybe literally and figuratively in this case <laughs> oh, shit. and it's 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 really a statement to that and that he has always proclaimed himself to be a champion of of, of the people in breaking records and it's not something that he's done the truth is you don't need radio for shit nowadays for absolutely nothing radio breaks nothing when I whenever I start my car, it defaults on the radio. I kid you not. There was one time, and I and I know we've been saying this for, for years and decades. Right. Quite literally in a twenty minute span where I did not change my radio because I was just making a quick drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. In that twenty minute span, not lying, dude, I heard the same four songs repeated like three times.
0: It was just like a four yeah. song just the same yeah. four
1: songs. I'm like
0: yeah. What is this? And then 979 will have the nerve. I don't know if they still do this. We'll have the nerve to have, like, the top five at five. Top bro. five
1: at five is the same five you play every, every <laughs>
0: damn five minutes. <laughs> right. Fuck out of here. Fuck radio, man. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and radio is kind of washed, and at least on a terrestrial level. We have we have niggas on the internet. Now, internet radio is really where it's at, bro. Shout out to Bonfire. Um Shout out to Keish Conscious, and shout out to the Opinions Wild Black featured
1: music playlist. Yes, available on Spotify and Apple.
0: And Apple. Um, That's all you need. It's 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 eleven hours of music. Come on, man! It's eleven hours of music. Um, the, the majority of which you will not hear constantly. Uh, rotated on whatever hype beastie playlist um, Spotify paid someone to do. Um, Trash. You won't, you won't hear it on, you probably won't hear it on uh, whatever Funk Flex is doing, you know, where the culture lives. Fuck them. Um, what else we got? Oh, good news. Raphael Sadiq uh, got tapped to be the executive producer, uh, music guy. Uh, for Moon Girl and, for the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur series. Oh, I like that. Uh Good we try to hit that one. Um, first of all, for the for the comic nerds, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is the truth. Um I have several black nerd problems articles saying so. <laughs> um I was definitely quoted on a graphic novel uh not to flex but um Second of second of all, Raphael Sadiq, everything that nigga touches turns to platinum. Everything that nigga touches is certified. <laughs> um I remember when he was doing the what was it? He was doing the the uh the music for insecure. He was a music producer for Insecure. Um uh I think I, no, no, he didn't do Queen Sugar. Michelle um uh, Cello Mm. was doing the music for Queen Sugar, which is coming back soon for its final season. I am so happy. Uh, I can finally start it. We do not, I tell you, once you you get through a season or two, you will understand, we do not deserve, culturally, we do not deserve Queen Sugar, like, as a staff, label, or crew. Damn. We don't. We did not do right by them. I'll say that, I'll scream it to the high heavens. We didn't do right by them. Because it was the most consistent, most well act, one of the most well acted, most well that put several um, women producers, women directors, uh, directors of color on, Mm -hmm. black producers, uh, black women producers, put a lot of them on, and gave a lot of them chances. Ava did. Um. And. We just we didn't deserve we we didn't and we did and we didn't give them enough uh, flowers for that um, on a cultural level. They were never nominated for anything and they were literally doing what this is us was was was, uh, was doing, but better. Um, yeah, I, I, I love them and I'm so I'm so happy that they've had this good run. I'm also sad to see them go. um uh, What else we got? Flex Turkey Leg Hut. Uh, oh man, it's a sad day, bro. Jesus and Miro are breaking up. The brand is is at an end. Um, so there was a lot of buzz, a lot of back and forth about some back and forth on Twitter and on Reddit. Um, about about uh, some static between Jesus and Miro. About whether or not the Bodega Boys podcast was coming back, and uh, Showtime went on. <laughs> Showtime and went on and made the big announcement. Um, that it is over. That, uh, the the Bodega Boys, the world's most dangerous podcast, the world's most whatever, the illustrious Jesus Zamiro. Are splitting up This is big For me this is big Like I don't know I don't know what genera- Generationally uh, Maybe Oh well will tribe When we'll tribe broke up let's, let's pump the brakes on that Let's pump the brakes on it I just That was a big deal It was, it was a big deal When they, yeah. when they, when they said The love movie Was gonna be the last one You know That's
1: I may be a little biased, but uh, a little bit. I understand,
0: but uh, no, this
1: is this is big, and I think for this one, and again, if if you want to relate it to to tribe breaking up, the, the the thing that I think catches people off guard about this one is because they come across as genuinely friends, right? And and you know what the the real the reality of it is they may still be friends, and have just decided that from a business standpoint they've outgrown that, and that and that's look. It's absolutely fair. It's true. As someone who has worked in you know as as a music group, I remember mm-hmm. in in 2004 having to sit down um with the members of, of our team and at that point we'd been a group for oh, you know and <laughs> you know had done a lot up to that point as as a group and it, you know we we put out records, we we toured The world a couple of times, and we found ourselves in a place where uh, creatively we find ourselves stagnant. Right. And we just, and, and, and and it's an awkward feeling. It's an awkward feeling, again, when you've been working in that capacity for so long, as friends, everything is clicking creatively and professionally, whatever you want to call it. You just don't know. It's just kind of, everything is just not right and we had to have a talk with each other to say, you know, here's where we are with it. Let's 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 take some time to spread our wings out right. for a bit. Let's let's take let's take some time to see where we really are because again up to this point we've been a group since right, you know, for a hot second. And it it, it was a it was a it was a good talk. Uh it was a mature talk. It was a little difficult, but it but we we came to a satisfactory conclusion. It was like, look, we're not we're not calling it a break up. We're just like, yo, let's take a break. We've done a yeah. lot in the time that we've been a group. And, you know, of course, you know, within 48 hours, when other people hear of this, uh, you know, imaginations run wild. And, and people are like, oh, is, you know, is this what it is? Are y'all breaking up? Is, is there right. beef? And it's, it's like... Like yo, I'm I'm really at my dude's house right now playing NBA Live or whatever. Like it ain't right. it ain't like that. We just so anyway. All that to say, with with Jesus Amuro, who knows what it is on the personal level. Um, I hope all of that is. Uh, Them tweets were a little hostile. It's a little hostile, but you know, <laughs> the were a hostile. They, I, but they get like they, that. They were also a little a little passive, you know. So it maybe it's you know. I, maybe it's one of those things that you know certain shit should not be on the internet and one of, one of the byproducts of the internet generation that really really sucks is that everyone feels like they have to offer an explanation right they feel like they have to respond to something and and i think that if that announcement is made without knowing that miro said something on reddit or saying or or seeing that that Jesus responded in some way on Twitter, I think it goes completely differently. Right. Because, like I said, in, in our case, not that we were big shit, but, I mean, at the time, we were, you know, we were fairly known. Yeah. You know, group at least locally, regionally, or whatever. We, we didn't, we did a very good job of not responding to what people said or, or asked about our status. Right. And allow people, you know, believe what you want. Obviously, media was very different back then. Believe what you want. When you see us, you know. Even when we even when we began to branch out a little bit and work on projects with other people, Mm -hmm. we were always front and center and supportive of each other's efforts. And so, imagine going for a while, not explaining anything, and people still see you're still supporting each other in these other things. You're like, what What the hell is going on? Well, I didn't feed into your little your little stupid ass line of questioning. You see what it is. Again, I, I wish the best for them personally. Um, professionally, hopefully, you know they both find what they want to do, and they and they do it. They they'll be okay.
0: Uh, I think I think my biggest disappointment not really disappointment. I'm uh, not disappointed because um, they've done a lot, and I I I always say they they walked so niggas like us could run, and I my feeling is that. I feel like they're they were one of the last bastions of they were they were pod they were male podcasters they were not men with podcasts they were not these men like they were not these manosphere niggas that just had frustrations with women and microphones
1: or women that didn't want to fuck them <laughs> correct that's really what all most male podcasts boil down to. We're gonna talk shit about women that don't wanna fuck us anyway.
0: Correct. Um and so I felt like I felt like there was representation. Like, yes, I talk about my love life every now and then on this podcast, but I'm not frustrated and this is where I'm gonna air all my grievances and that sort of thing. And Randall keeps a lot of his personal life very close to the chest.
1: All of it. <laughs> Y'all don't know shit.
0: And the thing is, I feel like they were the last bastion of male podcasters who were putting out real content represented as just some reg- just just some regular round the way niggas. Who, I mean, who now have come into the bag, but who weren't trying to represent all that and who weren't trying, uh, who, who who weren't like in desperate need of father figures like these Kevin Samuels niggas uh, who are not fresh and fit. And I feel like more and more of these people are just leaving us alone with the fuck niggas. Because let me tell you something. There's gonna be a time in the near future where Randall's gonna to have to go work on a project, and he's gonna to have to work on a project, and he won't be here as much. Um, it won't be forever. He's not leaving the podcast, y'all. But let them speculate. <laughs> I prefer I prefer
1: rumors, you know. Um, I might start my own rumor.
0: <laughs> but and. There, I'm gonna and so I'm gonna have guest hosts and we're gonna try to do some things to keep it interesting but he's not gonna be around as much for a limited amount of time you
1: might not even miss me
0: I was gonna say <laughs> hurry back nigga cause, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> cause I can't do this by myself
2: I mean you know
0: but like get flowers girl in here oh shit <laughs> <laughs> But having said that, there's gonna be there's no love loss with us. That man, that man we, is doing that man is doing his passion. We have. I am
1: doing my passion. We have open conversations about shit like growing ass men and, and
0: very much so.
1: And you can too.
0: And with communication, communication rules the nation. Um, I and and it makes yeah. I, I say all that to say it makes me grateful. To have a podcast partner like D. Randall, who is a even who is an even even minded, level headed, consistent nigga, okay. I never have to worry about where D. Randall's head is at. Phew. Never, I never have to worry. I never have to worry about if we're gonna have a manosphere day <laughs> where this nigga's just gonna <laughs> decide that light skinned women did him wrong or whatever and
1: light skinned women can do no wrong
0: (laughs) and we're gonna put out positive content I feel like they talked a little shit and they got a little spicy but they always put out positive content
1: shout out to my peach crayon colored queens (laughs) slather it on at SPF 50
2: (laughs) You and,
1: know who you are,
0: and, and
1: <laughs> or I, I, not.
0: <laughs> see this. See what I'm talking about. And you know, and you have a few of them out there. Rory and Maul they they say some they, they say some left field shit sometimes, but for the most part, they mean well. Yeah. Um, they have they, they they they're they're all in good fun. They're not men with microphones, and there's a difference.
1: I keep all my problematic comments to myself.
0: Cause let me tell you, I was this weekend. I was really sitting out here. I was really sitting here trying to figure out a suitable, not a replacement, but a suitable temporary sit-in for D. Randall. And let me tell you something. I'm not some of these some of these male podcasters out here locally. It's hard to sit with. It is. It's hard to sit with. Don't podcast with a podcaster. Just get a regular person. Just get a regular nigga. That's you. Show motherfuckers. Podcasters are annoying. Oh my god. Oh my
1: god. They take themselves too seriously.
0: It really is being in the journalism, being back in the journalism department all over again, where everybody's just trying to get on. I was gonna
1: say this ain't journalism.
0: This oh no, it's not. It's niggas with microphones. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Um, so it's heartbreaking to see the representation for for just regular regular niggas that want to put out good content and not hurt nobody going away but they had a good run they had a good long run i like that i like a good long run they don't know nobody's shit yeah um they've done it all at this point like people always talk about joe budden's bag and how he's come up uh which is uh, but that's more people are not really proud of joe button they're just really surprised that he hasn't self destructed yet. Oh, he hasn't. <laughs> no, he's <didn't. laughs> he's come close, not for lack of trying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah. So, Godspeed, Jesus Camero. they will um, be all right. You, uh, they'll be fine. Um, we are poorer for not having, the, for no longer having the content. Um, and that—that's probably a good place to put a pin in and take a break. Aww. Um, <laughs> we will be back with uh, more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what it is. Uh, sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. We really have to stop calling ourselves the least sober team in podcasting. We haven't really been drunk on this podcast in quite hey, some time. Man. Alcohol is. It's too hot for that shit. Yes. Yeah. And we are black. We are back. Uh oh. We are black. Just talking about sobriety. Just talking (laughs) about sobriety. We are opinionated. And believe it or not, I am drinking water. Um, as we've said before here, it's just, it is too hot to be trying to get drunk. Um, this time of year, it's too fucking hot. Uh, you never know when ERCOT is just going to say, fuck it. Speaking of which, uh, yep. Sunday. Okay. Sunday. I got,
1: I think I got ERCOT for like five minutes. Really? My shit just said beep, beep, beep. the whole, the whole street. Oh shit. for about five minutes I was like, man, y'all better what the and then he just came back on yeah. It's like don't play.
0: I heard some niggas in Dallas uh say that they got her cottage.
1: Dallas doesn't deserve happiness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, every and that that's part of what I that's one of the only things I hate about this heat wave shit right now is that everybody's on pins and needles Wondering if they're going to get ERCOTED. For those of you that don't know, uh, do not live in Texas, uh, ERCOT is basically the people that regulate our power grid, our power grid that is independent mm. for dumbass reasons, that's independent from the rest of the country. And they have been playing these games for the past two weeks um, that it is getting too hot. And people are using too much power to fucking stay air conditioned. You you can't you can't not you can't not believe in
1: climate change, and at the same time say it's getting hotter than usual. You know that, that's that's kind of the. By the way, Texas is becoming the dumbest state. Becoming <laughs> like I mean, Florida and Mississippi are still like. You know, a couple brain cells shy of where we
0: are, but Arkansas is probably top five. Oh, they at least have some
1: progressive policies.
0: Anyway, I, 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 I don't even think they give them kids books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
1: So they should have, <laughs> sit them to school with a spiral notebook and a brush. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Um, the Floyd Mayweather school. The Floyd Mayweather <laughs> technique. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that, it, yeah, we are becoming dumb. It's true. And I think the heat is making us dumb. And we're not doing anything. It is. Now, the only positive thing to all this is this is the only thing that conservatives and uh, liberals and Democrats and Republicans In Texas, can agree on is that it's too fucking hot and you niggas ain't doing nothing about it. They're gonna run Greg Abbott the fuck out of town with torches and pitchforks. They're gonna put that nigga on on a steep incline. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: They go
0: Professor professor Xavier, that motherfucker. Oh no! Uh, yeah, they go. They go get him the fuck out of here. As a matter of fact, really, all this is a great segue to be part of. White people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Yeah, man. Like, Urquhart is like, and Urquhart is is bugging, and Greg Abbott is just helping them bug the fuck out. And what's crazy about all of this is that they're trying to make this a crypto state. They're trying to like 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 Greg Abbott has been in the past few years has been trying to make this a crypto friendly state, which is insane because the amounts of energy that crypto and Bitcoin mining uses again I is say
1: unconscionable. We are we are we got to be the dumbest state because they <laughs> they shit on solar power. But they want to set up crypto farms. Build more fucking windmills. Shout out to Big Oil. Y'all some hoes. <laughs> right. you, you remember in the good old days when we thought that George W. Bush was the worst governor that we would ever have?
0: No, and, no, no. And then we thought Rick Perry. And then we thought Rick Perry was just the devil incarnate. Right. Yeah, that was my era. I definitely, I man, I was... <sighs> I'll tell my Rick Perry story one day. And Greg Abbott said, hold my kickstand. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, that
1: gets gets an ether. I mean, I don't think we're going to have any Whitlock jokes this week, so somebody
0: got to get it. (laughs) I mean, everybody's bugging the fuck out, and I don't blame them. And it's it's become one of those things. Like I say, the only good thing is – is that, we, is that we are going to... Greg Abbott is going to get the fuck out of here. I hope so. Um, fuck Governor Pit stop. It, <laughs> 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 um, it, if, if Beto loses this one, we just have to stop fucking with Beto altogether. We're handing him this one. Well, We're handing it to him. <sighs> trying. Someone fucking up the power grid this bad, and someone fucking up gun control this bad... Never underestimate the stupidity of his constituents. Yeah, man. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I want this to be. This is going to be the deciding factor. This is going to be the thing that decides whether, for once and for all, whether we need to stop fucking with Beto O'Rourke altogether. For those of y'all that don't don't know, Beto O'Rourke is um, the the latest. I'm using quote fingers here grassroots liberal candidate um, running against Greg Abbott for governor. Uh, he has already lost once to Ted Cruz. Came close. Ish. Ish. But and and people have been circulating his name um, for a presidential bid. I want that to I, I really like I, I hope don't get me wrong, I hope. Because anything is because it, at this point, you know, we have Mr. and Mrs. Magoo.
1: He threw his hat in the ring last time. I mean, it was it was it was more of a symbolic gesture for the presidential run, but we'll see, man. We'll I, see. I just I can't take another however many years of a governor whose walk to work is affected by gas prices. <laughs>
0: Um, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, I I hope, I hope this is a turning point. And I saw the chick running against Lena Hidalgo. Fam, she just, I, I she looks like she writes impassioned letters to the store manager of her local, of her local Whole Foods <laughs> about the lack of representation in, uh, in the fucking, Frozen frozen food section. I I have no comment. I have you seen that chick? I've seen her,
1: and I I, and again, I just white people get mad when we do some shit that's right. You know,
0: they do. Like they they just get big mad.
1: How dare this young Hispanic woman tell me to wear a mask to protect my safety?
0: Didn't they hate her so much for that shit? They hated
1: her. Oh,
0: man. And she had very big fuck you energy. Like, all right, uh, be mad. And, and did not, and every day gave less of a fuck. Yeah. Like, I remember those meetings. She would get up there and, and literally just be like, there was sometimes she would start the speech off, why can't y'all do right? Yeah. Why can't y'all do right? Why? Why are y'all doing this to me? This is on you. Like, she, one time she was like, this is on you. She did that <laughs> shit. She sure did. She was like I, I, look I and because she went from trying to talk down to people. look, I know it's hard, I know it's hard, y'all
1: she was like two press conferences away from fuck all y'all
0: for, for, for real <laughs> for real and this and this lady now I was looking somebody sent me her picture, and I don't have it now, but somebody sent me her picture, and everything about this lady looks like. She looks like she, you know, she's definitely coming to my job and complain. <laughs> and I definitely lied to her. She was like, "I want to talk to the manager." I definitely lied to her and said, "I am, I, the, I manager. am the manager." Deal. Learn to deal.
1: Um, is her name Alexandra de Moral Mueller?
0: Sounds like it would be. Sounds like she's trying to fake. She's trying to fake like she, uh, like a, she's ethnic. That is a lot of words that sounds yeah that sounds like some spicy white shit um white people are responding to LeBron <sighs> LeBron had some things to say about Brittany Griner that he was like basically he was like I don't even know why she wants to come back to America at this point the way they haven't
1: oh yeah 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 you nailed her on the head oh man
0: She has template letters to the manager on
1: her computer. She looks like a compostable milk carton.
2: (laughs) Damn.
0: She looks like sentient mayonnaise.
1: (laughs) Like, she really just has the... uh, Wow. This is frightening.
0: If she were a plant here, her her element would be cream cheese. She is like... She's like textbook white. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like she. Yeah. She's the plot to like Pleasantville.
1: I mean, she definitely seasons with hot dog water.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. She's definitely starring in the Cabbage Patch Kids all grown up. My goodness special like this woman's face
1: is so let me not do that
0: <laughs> like it's featureless like she has no features on her it's face correct she looks like a female version of Sunny from iRobot like she like she wow <laughs> that's it <laughs> I did not murder him
1: <laughs> like she fries chicken in the microwave
0: look at this man <laughs> That is amazing. Oh, man. Um, yeah, white people talking spicy about LeBron. Of course they and, – and what fucks me up is that white people aren't even original anymore. Like, I remember when y'all used to dig into y'all's bag for some racism. Fam, now they've just decided because he was like, I don't even know why Brittany Griner wants to come back here anymore because the way they're not supporting her. And they all decided that he's un-American – and he even said, if it was me over there, y'all want to come running for me. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. He said that. He did. It's true. So it ain't un-American. He's just he's just telling y'all like it is. If it was me, y'all still going to fuck with me. And they've decided that he's un-American and that he doesn't support the troops. Um, Boy, y'all love throwing the troops in everything. Every fucking thing. The, even the troops like, shut the up. Troops fuck looking around off. like, nigga, I'm chilling. I ain't got Damn. shit to do with this. If, if y'all care that much, send me home. You know, give me medical care after I'm
1: done with active duty.
0: Correct. <laughs> you know. Right. Don't let me die at the VA hospital. And like and my thing is, y'all not about to Colin Kaepernick LeBron James. They can't. They're, that's not they going can't. to happen. They can't. Colin Kaepernick was one thing. Look, Colin Kaepernick was one thing. He's light skinned. So that's different. But y'all <laughs> not about to, y'all not about to Kaepernick LeBron James. Nah. Not now. They, Hell no! They need his money too much. That, correct, <laughs> correct.
1: Um, and if y'all if y'all keep fucking with LeBron, Maverick Carter's gonna start yet another talk show.
0: Yeah, right? And we are gonna have to listen to Maverick Carter talk all damn day. Well, they talked about well that's what that's what this started with. They the, the comments he made were on a trailer for the shop. Yeah. And y'all ain't gonna stop what man HBO ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna fuck up HBO's money. No, nah, HBO's like Psh. they gonna break y'all kneecaps first. Fuck y'all that. Do. Um, so yeah, there's that. When racism has made its way to Sesame Street, well, excuse me, I'm sorry, Sesame Place. What? That's the thing now. It's 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 like Sesame Place. Okay, I don't know. Um so basically some sesame place fuck that sesame street characters were like it was some it was some parade some gathering somewhere where like the official representation for sesame street you know the the, the not the puppets but the people in the big costumes and mm-hmm. shit are having fun and shaking the kids hands and taking selfies with the kids and there are, apparently there are at least two or three accounts of them completely walking by and ignoring black kids. It was Big Bird, wasn't it? <laughs> Big Bird always been a hoe.
1: <laughs> Can't trust some light-skinned niggas.
0: You know who it was? It was I, well, I don't know who it really was, but mm-hmm. it's probably Grover. Grover has always had a chip on his shoulder. Grover's on meth. <laughs>
2: What?
0: Just look at him, man. Look how he acts. Grover's <laughs> always had a chip on his shoulder. Lost again. all his teeth. <laughs> Elmo took his shine. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Elmo took his shine. He's been salting crackers about it ever since. Elmo on that shit, too.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, Elmo be popping Molly, man.
0: <laughs> Time to tickle me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all
1: yeah, better watch out for Elmo. A little freaky ass. That weird shit
0: away from me.
2: <laughs> that's an
0: air horn. <laughs> oh, see, I don't even know who this is. Wait, wait a minute. Look, look, look at that. I don't even know who that is. I don't. I don't know what color that. Oh, that's that. The, the, he's taupe. The, the little
1: chick. Uh, I forgot her name. Oh, she actually said like no.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, what's her name? Ramona or some shit. Like she actually looked at the black kids and said no. <laughs> Like did the hand like now? Nah. <laughs> Don't touch me, darkies! <laughs>
0: Them wow, kids so fucking heartbroken.
1: I would have whooped that. And, and you know what? That's when. That's when you pull the kid to the side and say, "I'm about to go fight this." Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Put your shoes off.
0: <laughs> Just the,
1: Grover j- might jump in. <laughs> you got to fight Grover.
0: How, how does it feel, you, man? And you better not lose.
1: You better not lose to Grover.
0: If you lose to Grover, I, 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 you, we will clown you Imagine
1: losing to like a nigga named Telly. <laughs> 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 Whose superpowers at his <laughs> nose is a horn.
0: First of all, I'm not, I'm not losing, because I, I would whoop this nigga's, hat, this nigga's ass. I'm not losing to anybody taupe colored. Question. The color of gang green. Which
1: one of the Muppets got hands?
0: Ooh. Which Well we all know Piggy got hands
1: We know Piggy got hands We know for a fact She got Piggy them heavy hands, hands too uh, right. <laughs> She be Bitch slapping Kermit all over the place man
0: Well you know Well you know Kermit moved on That was that's, that's canon Oh okay Kermit broke up with Piggy
1: He got out of that toxic situation Got out of that shit domestic abuse for all that time
0: And moved on I think with a chick that looks just like Piggy Mmm that's but it's not toxic. That's, that's how some, they always do. That's some Robin Thicke shit.
1: Find someone that appreciates you, though.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. You know? And, and so, yeah. Has
1: Piggy I, moved on? No. Yeah, she, she doesn't deserve to be happy. Piggy,
0: well, Piggy's blaming everyone else.
1: She's probably in a polyamorous relationship now. <laughs> you
0: have to listen behind the paywall for that. That, oh, that is sorry. a Patreon thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, um, who, let's see. What Muppet has hands?
1: Animal got hands. Animal is probably crazy.
0: Animal is the OG. Animal, animal pulls weapons. Animal, I'm telling you, animal is the one that catches a case every other week. Yeah, like a, animal is that. Like whichever one, whichever city girl is the one that went to prison. <laughs> 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 like, it's just, it's, like that. That's where animal. Animal is the unpredictable one. I think
1: uh, the dark horse, though. I think I think my boy Beaker,
0: when he when he's tweaking on some shit, which one is
1: Beaker's?
3: Okay, so that's
0: the that's the scientist dude that doesn't talk, that just the the skinny
1: the skinny bug guy cracked out one.
0: Oh yeah, he got hands. I
1: think Beaker got the he's the
0: enforcer. He got to be cracked out though. He
1: got me 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 me.
0: Oh yeah, he's oh he's the enforcer for real. That nigga's wired up. Um, I think them old niggas. Them old niggas that be up in the balcony nah, talking shit? Nah, They got hands.
1: Nah, nah. They, they don't. they just mad because they can't say the word nigger anymore.
0: Like,
1: and <laughs> like those white folks are like, they, they remember when nigger was like, it
0: had power. I think. And now it just gets your ass whooped. I think Scooter, I think Scooter got hands low key. I think Scooter is tired of the bullshit. I, don't even I know think what is. Scooter is the geeky one that. Did all the backstage shit back in the day on the Muppet Show? Oh, <laughs> with the glasses? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He tired of the bullshit. Okay. He takes Krav Maga classes at, at during at, at, at He does the ten o'clock and the twelve o'clock class.
1: I tell you this much: Oscar the Grouch keep that thing on him facts, <laughs> facts. Oscar, Oscar ain't even gonna fight you he's just gonna shoot you fuck with me step in this trash can cause
0: y'all not gonna take me for just like I'm a bum nigga yeah. like, like nah fuck that shit y'all gonna come in here and try to and, and try to and try to dumpster dive fuck out of here bro I got that thing on me
1: that man is a victim of gentrification y'all, <laughs> y'all right. forgot he's one of the forgotten people
0: you ain't lying
1: keep that thing on him
0: oh you ain't lying <laughs> um Big Bird you know nah. Big Bird of soft Big Bird talk a bunch of shit. Yeah, he probably don't do nothing. He don't do shit. He ain't gonna do nothing. He just, just, you know, them niggas, you know that one nigga in high school that's just tall for no reason. That's that's and don't do shit with it. Don't hoop. Oh no, the one, the one back in my high school, he hooped, but he averaged literally like point, (laughs) like point one five something points a game. That's Big Bird. He was trash, darling. He couldn't fight. He was, he just. My brother was the top dog in high school. Um, uh, shout out to Charleston. Uh, he just rolled roll with the right people. He just rolled with my brother and them. Yeah, Big, birds,
1: big bird's arms are too, too short to, to box with anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God anyway.
0: Goddamn.
1: Snuffy is on that shit. We all know well, Yeah, Snuffy. Yeah,
0: we all know what that's about. He says
1: he's depressed, but no, nah, nigga, you high.
0: The Fraggles... No, the fraggles are too high.
1: Okay, we, we 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 yeah, we we've gone off of the
0: The Fraggles yeah, are too high. We have gotten to the secondary. <laughs> Don't do the no fraggles like that. Shit. Oh man, they got they need representation too, just because they live
1: underground. Yeah, it's there's a lot of inbreeding with the fraggles.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. They all look alike.
1: Oh man. Yeah, they got um, too many common chromosomes. <laughs> and, uh,
0: <laughs> Don't trust it (laughs) Send your racist stories Send your real life Racist encounters Along with your Listener letters They might send a story About us at some point (laughs) (laughs) Questions for myself D. Randall Or anyone you hear On this podcast Please send those to Opinionswildblack At gmail.com Or uh, Log on to Opinionswildblack.com Where you can find uh, Information about Houston's Most Savage Podcast uh, Ways to listen to us Ways to buy merch (laughs) Also, if you're a Patreon member, sign into the Discord. Let us know which Muppets you think got
2: hands (laughs) and why.
0: Um, Or, yes, as he mentioned, ways to become a patron um, and support support, um, uh, independent black content.
1: Grover is a mediocre white man. Let me tell you why. (laughs) Hear me out. This nigga just, he thinks he's special just because he puts on a cape. (laughs) <laughs> Fails every time. Has no actual power. <laughs> Textbook mediocre white man. Let's go.
0: Remember Doug? Oh, you don't remember Doug? Man. Doug is you like the small girl is, is he kind of purplish? No, Doug was a Nicktoon. Doug was the was the oh, white we, kid with the big nose. Nah, we you don't remember Doug? Yeah, we okay, on. okay. So Doug had a like he he was a writer. Like in his, you know he was one of those kids that wrote in his journal and drew cartoons and shit. Wait, he Doug was alter, a cartoon. Yeah. Not a puppet. No, he was not a puppet. I know Doug. Doug had that alter ego, Quail Man. Quail Man didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Quail Man just had that same... He just had that same outfit Doug had on, but he had a cape, and he wore actual tidy whities over his shorts. That's Grover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Quail Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah that's Grover.
1: He wears a belt on his head. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> that's Grover. That's, I mean... That's that's a mediocre white man.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, We'll be back with your listener letters in the top three STFUs. You are listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. Clap, white people. Quill Man is in the audience clapping. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated and I, we might, we are entirely too savage for a weeknight. <laughs> like. Like look like at like a super Grover, man. He just literally tied <laughs> Just like a tie
1: like a large napkin what to is, each of his wrists and Is that and
0: a newspaper on his head?
1: I, I it, it's definitely homemade. Whatever the hell it is, is <laughs> <it's> homemade. <laughs>
0: Oh man, it was
1: wild. Mediocre.
0: You know, you know what that is? We just found the puppet version of Blank Man. Wow, Blank Man was on the other night. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit's still funny. David Wayans, David Waynes like on a on a on a theatrical level, David Wayans didn't do a lot. He did the shit out of Blank Man though. That shit was funny, and David Allen Greer was like peak funny in in there too. We don't give David Allen Greer his flowers. Oh either. man, he he's he's a legend. He is. It, we don't give him his flowers nearly enough. I want he, he was on Queen Sugar recently. It was a very like serious role. I wonder what David Allen Greer is doing. Um if, if if he's doing anything of mention, y'all can holler at me, and let me know. Um it's time for your listener letters. Um Xavier Hunter aka Extra the Maestro Wants to know what celebrity or pub or public figure would you punch in the face on sight? Quote. Uh, wait. It, 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 besides Derek Jackson, Oz. <laughs> sure.
1: well, there goes your answer.
0: Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh wow! I'll fuck Mark Wahlberg up, bro. Damn. I, I I hate Mark Wahlberg. That's a Patreon coming up, by the way. Why Oz hates Mark Wahlberg, but I. I I really think
1: honestly, because I, I honestly have to take some time with that answer because there 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 are actually a lot of people, <laughs> but I I feel like that would be a good Patreon episode because I am guaranteed to go out of pocket with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we will. Was-
1: Cause I I might I, I might start I, I might start mentioning even though it's not a celebrity like I might start mentioning like you know dudes who fucked over my homegirls before and you oh, know shit. I swore blood oath that that nigga's on site anytime <laughs> any place <laughs> uh, you know J- Jason Whitlock is the easy answer but <laughs> I can slap the shit out of him but my hand won't bounce off like that shit will just and sink and in and he won't feel it yeah he won't feel it.
0: It's like when you put your, when, you, when you were a kid and you put your you put your hand on the the Pillsbury biscuit dough. Like that.
1: It's oddly specific. <laughs> so it describes him perfectly.
0: Yeah. Um David Santiago wants to know. Oh man. Uh what would be your anti-hero origin story and who would you bring to justice? Oh man. Uh, being
1: the only black person at work. <clears throat> That's a, that is an anti-hero origin story. You are correct. That is my true anti-hero origin story. I don't know why. I For feel like many I'm living, jobs.
0: I feel like I'm living mine. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm. I, I, just, I feel like this is, just, this is like the first two chapters. Like, I, I really do. What, what was the second part of the question? And who would you bring to justice? Like, who would be on your list? Like you turn into the punisher or something. Like who would be on your list? The,
1: the, the nigga who messed over my homegirl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. Um. I don't know, man. Because the, the 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 beautiful part about being the anti-hero slash only black person at work is that all you have to do is succeed. And make them and just constantly make them wonder why you're so good at what you do.
0: This is true.
1: And it's like. I'm just smarter than you. I'm just better than you. You're correct. There's no secret to it. All you have to do is show up. I'm actually good at what I do.
0: I think my shit would be like that. It'd be, it'd be, but I think my time at that bum ass job that I just left, I think that's my anti-hero origin story. Yeah. And if I really went like anti-hero, like alter ego with it, there are a couple of customers that we almost threw hands, and you know, like, like you remember the Equalizer, where like, like Denzel, like Denzel. Okay, we're talking about working. the Denzel, no, not the, the Latif one. one. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, where Damn. like that that store he was working at got robbed, mm-hmm. and then he took some shit off the shelf, and the next and, and and the next day, whooped that dude's ass, and got that shit back. Yeah. So I worked. Very specifically at a law enforcement uniform supply store. So we had shit like knives and batons and leg irons.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to take anything off that shelf.
0: So it was very, oh, I stole a bunch of shit. So it's easy. So it was easy to get one of those enforcer batons. My mom calls it a nigger hitter. Okay. Okay. I mean, is she wrong? No, no. 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 (laughs) You know, one of those like telescopic batons? Yeah. We have to whip it out. Yeah. That are like straight up reinforced steel. Yeah. It's easy to get one of those. (sighs) Yeah. Actually, shockingly easy. They're not expensive. Due to the equalizer thing. Because a nigga really tried to put. He really thought he was going to put hands on me. And he was small too. He was small. He was unarmed. He was not He was in his civvies. And he threw a box at me. Because he was mad about his order. Which had nothing to do with me. Order my fucking vest bro. See we got to. Man listen. That would have turned into the equalizer real quick. Look at the plates on his truck. Get that baton. See how Denzel just showed up in the middle of the night and came for that came for that motherfucker? That same shit. That would be the the that would be my origin story. I, I will Crooked
1: say, entitled cops. Yeah. I will say, and I'm I'm not gonna say much about what my job is, but I'm I'm kind of in that lane at my job because I've I've developed I've developed the reputation of being a manager with a management style very unlike everyone else's. Oh, of course, and, and somehow I've been I've convinced them that I'm very effective at what I do and and people are trying to figure out how because they are hemorrhaging people, and all my people are like now nah, we rock with him, oh boy and we're we're all so good at what we do, so it's kind of like you know for all the for all the ones that doubted me, all the haters that doubted me, oh shit, you know, it was all a dream
0: um. You should be the magazine. <laughs> Salt and pepper and heavy Deep in the limousine. Um, Tales to Enrage. Mm-hmm. This is now he 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 got this in kind of at the buzzer, um, last week. Um, probably too late now. Yeah, it's never too late, bro. But just in case for next week, favorite and least favorite kind of bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay he did that right. this
1: is this is what it's come to <laughs> this is what it's come to um least favorite is regular white american bread it doesn't slap i mean it's it's, it's cool well, it's cool for making like grilled cheese sandwiches but i'm like if i'm if i'm going to like the bread hierarchy okay it's 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 a serviceable bread. It's it's a you know we got bread at home type bread. Yeah. Um, if given a choice, especially if it's fresh, some
0: challah bread,
1: ah, or some monkey bread. You know what I'm saying? Okay.
0: Okay. I you like know? it.
1: Um. Uh, I know this doesn't really qualify as bread, but in the category of its own. Olive Garden breadsticks. Oh God, uh, give it to me.
0: Insurmountable. Here we In, go. Insurmountable. Give it to me. Insur fucking mountable. I love it. I I do. I love them. Yeah. Cannot I... It, Olive Garden doesn't have much that slaps.
1: It's not garlic bread. It may not be real bread. It's but Olive it Garden's breadsticks.
0: Correct. Um. So yeah, I yeah I fuck with it. I I agree. Um. <sighs> least favorite bread You know, I don't know if this counts, but like with bagels, them bagels that got all the fucking like poppy seeds on them and shit. Talking so about like an everything bagel? Yes, I hate that shit. And yeah, everything
1: bagels
2: go kind of
0: I hate that that's, that's too much going on. It's fucking messy. Man, I, I hate I hate having to cut them in half to put them in the toaster. I, I'm so annoyed with those everything bagels, dog. Um, uh, alternative being those cheddar jalapeno bagels, or those yeah with the with the actual jalapenos mm. baked into the bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, they slap. Um, I am a base. I'm a basic bread nigga cause, so I am always down for some good old Mrs Baird's wheat bread. Okay. Um, Also, I love croissants. Croissants, oh no!
1: <laughs> I've seen your IG stories.
0: <laughs> There's because because they're so like you can do anything with them. I've done anything with a croissant. I can make a breakfast sandwich. I can make little sandwich sliders for lunch that I can freeze and pull out during the, or throughout the week. Um, they're always good for um, chicken salad sandwiches. Mm. Oh, they're definitely. That yeah. always slaps. Especially the, uh, the good, buttery, flaky croissants. Mm. Man, the top notch. Um, that was an interesting question. Uh, thank you, Taylor. I did Storm, not Rachel. expect that. I, nor did I. Um, thank you, everybody, for their listener letters. Y'all know where it is. Opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Opinionswildblack.com. You can find all of our social medias there and hit us up there. Um, uh, next up, last but not least, let's finish strong. Is the top three STFUs? Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck, shut the up? fuck up? Yeah, I'm gonna switch. I'm actually gonna switch this around a little bit. Um, runner up is Kevin Gates.
2: Huh?
0: Fam. I don't know if Kevin Gates is in that lane of he needs to shut the fuck up or we need to shut the fuck up asking him questions. That one. Why the fuck do we need to know what Kevin Gates thinks about anything? Like, you hear his answer and you're shocked at his answer and then you realize, oh, wait, this is the nigga who was fucking his cousin. hmm most notably, he just had a he, he just had a, a an interview on um, Carisha Please, which is a young Miami's uh, obligatory podcast that the man who for the Diddy. Man, that the man she's fucking gave her. Um. First of all, the basic ass questions. Second of all. Kevin Gates. It doesn't really. It all. It almost doesn't matter what he said about any given thing. Mm-mm. It was all stupid. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Turned, I don't get the appeal. He. T- well, and well, so, well, what did she ask him if he she,
1: got caught cheating? She basically asked him like if she went and smashed somebody else, if 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 he would be mad about it or if he'd be okay. And his response was, "So you you gonna show me the video of it?" She was like, "No." And he was like, "So you're not going to let me watch the video and then, you know, and,
0: and get rock and you're not going to let me join in?" Yeah.
1: And I just I'm like, "Why? Why?
0: Why do we need to know that from Kevin why, Gates?"
1: Why? Why are you talking to him? And why are you the one asking questions? Like, and both why of y'all is
0: pretending that he's deep. Both of y'all are useless. Why why niggas pretending that he's deep? I don't understand very few'm mm. not and, and, and I'm not gonna take my disappointment to young Miami because I don't have any expectations of her because like I said before when Danny was on we talked about that I have never heard a good revolt podcast ever so I expected this one to be on brand with those I have never heard a good revolt podcast I've never heard a good revolt podcaster the best the best podcaster revolt has now is Nori. <laughs> just just so you understand where the bar is at, a drunk Nori. So, just so you understand where the bar is at right now. So, but I no, I don't I don't need this much information about Kevin Gates ever. So, he should definitely shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. Um do we uh
3: do
1: we, want to, do we want to make this announcement at the bottom? Is it a congratulatory announcement?
0: Oh, shit. Yes, we can. Um, remember, just uh, just fresh out of the Discord, Extra Maestro, a.k.a. Xavier Hunter, officially submitted his resignation today and confirmed when he reports for orientation for his new job. That's right. Get the fuck out of there. Fuck that job, bro. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Bigger and better. Um... What do you do, and are they hiring? Um, please let me know in the Discord. <laughs> um, so number three, I have to move these around a little bit. I'm changing this list on the fly. Number three is Ray J.
1: Oh, man.
0: Ray J said out of his mouth,
2: Pretty oh. baby! <laughs>
0: Wrong week. That he is changing his name to Tron. Because wait for it. He's thinking from a digital frame of mind right now. You <laughs> you ever
1: you ever hear dumb niggas try to talk smart <laughs> yeah. and kind of feel bad for them? Cause it's like
2: <laughs>
1: yes. oh man, that, that sounded a lot better in your head before it came out. And you I've been I was on the Houston Poetry scene for many years. Okay. This is
0: exactly what it was like. Okay. Like wow, man, you really are not deep, or you are the smartest. Or you are the smartest nigga in uh, in school suspension in high school. I, yeah, Ray J gotta shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> Ray, Ray J gotta chill, man. <laughs> <What>? baby, baby. <laughs> baby, baby. First of all, he dated himself because don't nobody know what Tron is, but me and him. <laughs> First of all, let's start there. Oh man! First and second of all, don't besmirch, uh, <laughs> don't besmirch Tron. I I am one of those niggas that is still holding on to hope that we will get a Tron reboot. Probably, hopefully, without Jeff Bridges involved. We don't. Um,
1: we don't need. We don't need to reboot Tron. You know. <laughs> I, I. You know what? If if they do reboot Tron, just just stick to like. 3D animation. Like, we don't need any more live action.
0: Actually, they had that uh, that 3D animation cartoon that was they, hard.
1: They had, yeah, it was Tron nice. Uprising. Yeah, yeah it was, was hard. Like, it was
0: actually pretty good. Like, they should have just left it at that. We don't, we don't, we don't. All you need is that, that music. Uh, we, those of you that are, like, soundtrack music nerds, shout out to Joseph Trapanese that was doing the music for that shit. He, he was the man. He, he also did the music for The Raid. But, anyway. Let, let Jeff Bridges do a voiceover or whatever. Like, we don't. We don't need another live-action one. He, he, he. Now, having said that, he is killing it in the old man. Damn it. Got to start that shit. This week. It, 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 him and John Lithgow are just killing it. Every, every word out of their mouth. Wow. John Lithgow is definitely giving it up. Um, but all that to say, yes, Ray got to chill out, man. Ray we need a break from Ray J right now. Did you see where he was where where he filmed himself in the studio with his dad? You know I didn't. You <laughs> <laughs> know I didn't. Talk about uh he talk about he was warming up his vocals doing a quote unquote revival. Just hit the shut the fuck up.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, again, smart daughters.
0: Like, oh. he really thought that was clever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is the same nigga that's making millions of dollars off of earbuds and motor scooters. Here's the thing. Ray J is just hilarious by being himself. I'll say he is, worth, he is worth his weight in gold as far as content.
1: When he tries to be funny,
0: no. Nah, yeah, no, it ain't, that ain't it. Um, number two, <laughs> he's going to love this one, is Herschel Walker. All right, Herschel Walker. <laughs> he's
1: he's he's approaching little Boosie Nick Cannon status. Like we're gonna have to start
0: limiting. <laughs> I didn't want to put him on the list. I did not want to put him on the list this week, but it was unavoidable. Mm. After this, after the bullshit he said, I said that shit to you about the air,
1: about the air and the good air and the and, and the. <sighs> You know what, imagine, and again when we when we talk about when we talk about anti heroes, hear me out okay, okay, okay. I'm here. Herschel Walker is not an antihero, but what he represents to people to white people might put him in that category. Let me explain, okay for hundreds of years, white people weaponized the word "nigger" against us this is true and use it to to keep us down to demean us um you know it was it was it was it was a call it was a hazing call you see nigger they go chase the nigger down string him up all the you know all the bad stuff that happens over time we, we take the power of that word away from them and now they're mad because they can't really use that word against us because it turns on them um imagine though imagine though being being angry at the established establishment being angry at having a democratic president and, and and you're being rallied. You're being rallied from the ground up. Um, you know, we're going to take down all three branches of government. We're going to get behind our conservative um, candidates, no matter who they are. Yeah. And wherever you live, you have to sit there and support Herschel Walker. As a racist white man, that is your greatest nightmare. You have to support. One of the most ignorant black men ever. (laughs) The most unexceptional black man (laughs) ever. And you have to sit there and pretend like you give a fuck about what this man is saying. Yeah. And on this week in particular, when he says some of the dumbest fuck
0: shit he has ever said, and Oz quotes, what'd he say? And I quote... (laughs) This is this is him on the on the Green New Deal. Since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China's bad air. So when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. So it moves over to our good airspace. Then now we got to clean that back up.
1: So imagine <laughs> you put an entire social construct in place to keep black people down and 500 years later you have to sit in front of this man who you have to vote for and this nigga says our good air left and now we gotta clean up the bad air from China so fuck the Green New Deal
2: oh shit
1: ladies and gentlemen Herschel Walker <laughs> Antihero.
2: <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up!
1: We are fucked, yo. <laughs> the end of the world is nigh.
0: Oh man! Like Herschel Walker. And you didn't hear the soundbite. He he was killing it. They were they were they were laughing like he was out there just eating at at a at a comedy show. Fail.
1: we we have gotten to a place where um life is imitating art in 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 a way that we never ever expected like he is Herschel Walker is the real life what 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 was what's 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 Terry Crews' character in Idiocy President uh
0: Oh, um, oh God. How did I forget idiocracy so fast?
1: President uh, Camacho. Oh,
0: my God. Yes, he is. He is. You are, you are exactly right. President
1: Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. Oh,
2: my God. You're
1: that so is,
0: right. That is.
2: And and, and, and hear me out. Ursula
1: Walker may someday be president of the United States.
0: Don't do that. Don't, th- 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 no.
1: And don't. The, prophecy you know, of idiotic, the prophecy of idiotic, idiotic, idiotic idiocracy. See, look at it. See? We'll come full circle. I'm already there. It, it's, you know, Luke Wilson is going to pop out the time capsule. Dax Shepard is going to be walking around. Beep, 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 you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, my God. You're right.
1: We're there. <clears throat> you are absolutely we right. We are there.
0: You're right. I can't believe it.
1: Damn you, Mike Judge. You, damn you
0: to hell! He called it. Herschel Walker got to shut the, fuck, shut up, the fuck up. Mike Judge, Trey
1: Parker, and Matt Stone are like the prophets of our generation. They have they have predicted soci- societal collapse as, like no one else
0: has. As much as I don't fuck with South Park, they are spot on. They've always been spot on. It's too much. I, I mean, it's not bad. It's just it, over historically. It's just been too much gross out humor for me. I don't like that. I don't, I'm, that's not my thing. Uh, but they are not wrong. Um, the number one person who should shut the fuck up, don't say it. Is Doctor Jill Biden? Okay. What what did you think I was say? I thought I thought
1: we were going to Nick Cannon.
0: No. Okay. No. Um, Doctor Jill Biden. She really doesn't deserve to have doctor in front of her name. Damn. I always wonder what these people like I always wonder what these people are actually are just really doctor of school. like or do are they practicing like do they like you know what I'm saying like they went to school and got like it. Ron Paul really wanted you to call him doctor- Dr Paul hadn't practiced medicine in ever.
1: tell you what if I ever get an honorary doctorate, you motherfuckers better call me doctor
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dr Randall.
0: Um Jill Biden was somewhere in Texas. I don't it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter what she was talking about. She said, "This is about the Latin community." Oh. <laughs> she said, "The diversity of this community, as distinct as the bodegas in the Bronx, as beautiful, as the Blossoms of Miami. And huh? wait for it. Huh? Wait, wait. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio is your strength. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they the are horns just for breakfast tacos.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fam, she compared Latin people To breakfast tacos and they were hot about that shit and so they should be fam the Bidens kind of deserve each other I don't know what radiation they've been exposed to as a couple racism (laughs) you ain't wrong I mean yeah
1: Oh, um, as 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 good natured as white people can come across when you have when your formative years and most of your life has been spent being surrounded in, in an echo chamber of racism and bigotry. As good natured as you can try to be, that shit just doesn't it doesn't come. It just doesn't wash off. Like it, it just doesn't you can't you can't get away white people specifically can't get away from the bigotry that made them
0: no you can't to the to the point where
1: you don't even know how to observe people just and and don't don't like white people please stop trying to recognize diversity just stop we know you don't just correct just quit trying to convince us that you observe. Diversity.
0: Get a Jamal. Get a, let somebody else talk Please for you. Please get a Jamal. Get a Jamal. Get a whole Sway. I don't care. Like get
1: someone. Get someone from San Antonio who can speak to the diversity on your behalf. You are not it.
0: Breakfast tacos, my guy. <laughs> Oh, fuck. And, they, and, and people like someone from the Latin community there had to make a statement that literally said, and I quote, we are not tacos. We have to do that now in 2022. Imagine if she came to Third Ward and says all the beautiful black people
1: out here are just as diverse as the fried chicken <laughs> that is available.
0: <laughs> whether it's Popeye's or Frenchie's, whether it's KFC... I think I think the Westworld flies. I think they're just being run by those Westworld flies. I really do. Being
1: run by racism.
0: <laughs> when you grow up in a culture where
1: you don't have to study anybody else, when you don't have to be aware of other cultures, growing up, it's not part of your curriculum. It's not part of any of your educational upbringing. When you don't have to know anything about anybody else, this is the kind of shit that happens.
0: And this coming from the same family that had what was it? Uh, um, oh, where, where Joe Biden was talking about Satchel Page was a talented colored. Although it, to be to be fair, I'm still convinced that Joe Biden really thought he was in 1922 or wherever.
1: I, I bet you, I bet you, they could spot off. Every strand of coke that their son is strung out on.
0: Fam. Fam. But How do we miss that? And white people must be stopped. Hunter Biden is fucking wilding. Has been. Has and, never stopped. And was strung. I mean, strung the fuck out. When white boys are just filming themselves walking around butt ass naked uh, with, with a crack pipe in their hand and a gun. White privilege. White privilege. 100%. Because... Ain't gonna keep his job Cause Mary and Barry kept his job I'm just saying y'all Mary and Barry kept his job Oh what is fu- All the Bidens need to sit the fuck down <laughs> And shut the fuck up All of them All of them right now We need a break from the Bidens I thought I was through When, when Joe Biden Just like Malfunctioned and fell all the way off of his bicycle. We're we're at that point with him. They called somebody called him weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it said somebody just turned the music off. <laughs> well, you know, Kamala Harris is just where is Cowboy Harris? Somewhere every
1: day, probably just getting drunk. I like this is some just
0: I mean, shitty. and just getting fucked up. I mean, just yeah. Just watching the news, watching the watching the talking heads go at it, Hold, holding holding the bottle like this from that's where you really go, <laughs> Hold the, holding the bottle from the neck part, <laughs> like Vin Diesel and all the Fast and Furious movies, <sighs> trying to, trying too hard to look hard. Who drinks a Corona like this? Like,
1: she's gonna be like, I need to go back to falsely imprisoning niggas again because this is some bullshit.
0: I'm, She's not even allowed at the Greek picnics no more, man. Remember when she? Remember when she was running, and just and she was at every AKA function.
1: Look, and when they won, every AKA, I knew was insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> right now, she ain't been she ain't been invited to any founders parties. They quiet as shit.
0: <laughs> they quiet as shit. I remember when they. Oh man, when she was get when she was getting sworn in. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Oh, boy. Ain't yeah. nobody
1: ski ing around her. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not at
0: all. Um, D. Randall, have we done a podcast? We have. We, we have, have definitely done a podcast, man. Um, congratulations. Well, not, not congratulations, but just with everything we had to say about, you know, the other pocket, thank you for so far for almost, what, four years now. Yeah. Yeah. Of consistency and quality. <sighs> And I, man, I was I was terrified to do Patreon because the last time I do I did a Patreon with somebody, we got a month in, and she quit on me. It was ugly. It wasn't ugly because we're still friends, and I understand she, she 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 It happens, but um, I was scared. I was like, oh man, maybe I'm cursed, but. No, we're yeah. still going strong, and we're still gonna be here. Yeah, here. Uh, it's too hot to do anything else,
1: man, except sit in the AC.
0: You are correct, because
1: it feels good over here. I, I come home, crank up the AC, destroy the environment, and
0: <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> Wait for ERCOT to fuck over me. Yeah,
0: also true. Also true. Everybody's just waiting. Everybody's just waiting. Um, and then they hit me at like.
1: Four in the afternoon, too, like right at peak heat. I was like, "Nah, y'all got y'all really got me."
0: What well, about conservation?
1: When they, whenever
0: my shit, oh yeah, yeah, they
1: hit me like right at four p.m. Oh, man. they you know in. It's, it's peak hot and it's nice and baked in. I was yeah. like, "Nah, y'all y'all are really tripping now." Yeah, um,
0: uh, yeah. I, fortunately, we've been we've been fortunate lately. Um, I be wanting the handyman to come out and just do a checkup on the AC just because just look at it, bro. Just make sure, just, just everything's in place. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nothing rusted through. I don't want any surprises until at least November. Um, cause we fucked them evaporator coils up, boy. That's 68. Oh, y'all. <laughs> we, we were not playing when that, when that heat started. Um, so thank you guys. Thank you so much uh for being on this journey with us. Like I always say, man, we gonna be here. It's too hot to be anywhere else. Anywhere else, man. We ain't gonna get but a month of winter. Three weeks. And guess what? When when this heat wave shit is over, whenever it ends, it's still gonna be hurricane season. Yay. <laughs> And 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 everybody, everybody in Texas has been very hesitant to like speak that into existence. Because Houston, in particular, we have been very lucky. Knock on wood, it has been. What these what these joints made some hard lefts (laughs) and some hard rights. Now I feel bad for New Orleans, (laughs) but it is what it is. Um. We will not be here next week. Yeah. Randall is uh, Randall be. is going to be booked and busy at Comic-Con I'll be
1: in San Diego on you hosts. Uh, 72 degree weather.
0: Um, you know, bring us back an interview, man. See, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, see what happens. Um until then, uh, please consider joining our Patreon. Uh, we are available behind the paywall on pay, uh, patreon.com slash opinions while black i believe it is mm-hmm. um you can just type in search man it's cool uh um other than that uh this has been episode one 189. 189 oh church announcements anything mm-hmm. okay episode 189 of opinions Wild black i have been oz d randall as always forever imparting titties